Hi, you are welcome to another episode of Let's Get Real, where we always keep it real. My name is Luna B, as usual, and you are welcome to the fifth episode of Let's Get Real. How have y'all been holding down? Um, I first want to say a big thank you to my guest uh, on the last episode, Julie DeLuca Collins. It was so wonderful to have her on the show. If you missed that episode, do make sure you go check it out. Um, there was so much to learn from her. I mean, she's such um, an experienced um, personality with so much to share and also so much fun. It was just great having her on the show. And um, thank you so much, Julie, for coming on the Let's Get Real podcast. Um, also to my listeners, thank you so much for listening. My listeners from France, from the US, from the UK, Germany, Nigeria, thank you so much for listening. I really, really appreciate you guys and I hope you um, enjoy listening to the Let's Get Real podcast. On this episode, I will be talking about perfectionism. And um, this is a term that we may have heard before in one form or another and all some people may also know what it is but in this episode I will be talking the traits a perfectionist are likely to have and I will also be talking about why perfectionism is not such a good trait. I will also be talking steps that can be taken to ensure that it does not adversely affect uh, um, our lives and how to also get over perfectionism if we are already imbibe or um if we already are going through perfectionism first of all let me start by addressing the what in the question what is perfectionism it's the awful. and for some people, this is easier to understand than for others, but it's generally pretty easy. A perfectionist can be described as a person that is always seeking or expecting perfection and that is never satisfied with anything less than that. That's pretty basic. And people with perfectionism often hold themselves to impossibly higher standards than the average person would. And this really makes them think that anything they do is never good enough. Let's, let's look at it this way. Perfectionism is like a double-edged sword. Some people tend to think that perfectionism is a wonderful trait. But it's actually not so good. Because at the end of the day, perfectionists are usually unhappy with their lives. Because extreme perfectionism can lead to anxiety, depression. It's just, you know, generally can leave so many unhealthy impacts on a person's life. Now you may be thinking that, you know what, I'm still young. There is no way I'm a perfectionist. But you'll be wrong because perfectionism is something that affects both young and old, even children. It's something that cuts across all age borders or barriers and something else that people usually think is that you know what perfectionism can't be so bad but actually when you look at it perfectionism 
can act as a barrier to a person achieving goals and improving their lives and you know at the end of the day they are never satisfied with whatever it is that they do which in turn now makes it harder for them to actually try to do stuff because after a while or or after continuous dissatisfaction with what they do they actually lose interest in doing anything but now that we know what perfectionism is like is not that good blah blah the main question that you know that it comes down to or that people you know will obviously ask is how do i know if i'm a perfectionist you know I mean, how am I supposed to know? This is not like a physical illness here. It's not like you're running a fever and you know, oh, I am running a fever. So how do you know if you are a perfectionist? I mean, what if, is it possible for you to, you know, be a perfectionist and you do not know? Because, you know, let's just face it. The fact that you, you want things to turn out right most of the time, the fact that we want things to turn out right most of the time doesn't automatically make someone a perfectionist. That's just the truth, you know. But there are a few signs that would let us know if, you know, we are being affected by perfectionism. But first of all, one um, disclaimer that I would love, love for you people to keep in mind is that just because you have a desire to aim high and to achieve things, that's not a bad thing at all. And it's also not perfectionism. And also, if you have the desire for things to turn out in the best way possible, that does not mean you are a perfectionist. That's actually commendable. I mean, who does not want things to turn out right or work fine? I want things to turn out right and work fine. I mean, everyone wants that. That's just the truth. But when it starts becoming a problem is when you have the desire for everything you do to turn out perfectly. That may be a bit hard to avoid, but if we're being honest, it's also an irrational desire because we live in an imperfect world. We are imperfect people, you know? There's just no way everything we do will be perfect. That's just the fact. And, you know, when you start having that desire for everything you do to turn out perfectly, you know, that may be a sign of perfectionism. If you also feel like you fail at everything you do, and you're, you're constantly procrastinating, maybe because you are scared that it will not turn out perfectly, or you are kind of very controlling, you know, either in your personal or, you know, your professional life and relationships, or you become overly focused on rules, lists, work, 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 achieving, 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 perfection everywhere, or you even become extremely apathetic, then there is a good chance that you are a perfectionist. In short, a very high chance that you are a perfectionist. And if especially you can relate to two or more of, you know, all these short case scenarios I just, you know, mentioned, then you may want to consider checking further if you're actually a perfectionist. But aside from this, there are a few more straightforward, you know, bucket point symptoms of perfectionism. But before I go into detail about those other symptoms, let me tell you a quick fact. That I discovered. It may surprise you to know that perfectionists tend to achieve less than average people or people who set reasonable goals for themselves. And I was shocked 
to hear that I was, you know, a bit surprised to find out about that. And also, there is usually a clear difference between someone who sets reasonable eye goals for themselves and a perfectionist. Because a perfectionist's goals are usually highly unreasonable and oftentimes they are also unreachably high. Now, I will go into detail about the several symptoms of perfectionism and signs that you know you may need to check off to see or to discover if you are a perfectionist. And the first one is referred to as the perfect or nothing thinker. And this is a very straightforward clear term. This term refers to, you know, the way perfectionists think. That's how their mind is constantly thinking. Perfect or nothing. Now, you may be thinking that that is not so bad because I myself, I have to admit, was guilty of that at some point. But here is the difference. And, or a person who is a high achiever or just a person who sets, you know, reasonably high goals for themselves, they actually work hard at achieving those goals. But at the end of the day, they are happy if, you know, they do a great job at it. Even if it doesn't turn out, you know, perfectly the way they want to, they are usually satisfied that, you know, they were able to do it to, you know, a certain level of satisfaction. I hope that makes sense. But the difference in this is with a perfectionist. If a perfectionist sets a goal and it's not achieved to perfection, then it's a fail. They see it as a failure. So for a perfectionist, it's perfect or nothing. Now, the second one is setting unrealistic standards. This one is pretty easy to understand because, you know, obviously, if a person sets realistic goals or standards or, you know, whatever, they will be achievable and that will mean that that person is just an high achiever or just someone who loves to set goals, high goals for themselves. But... Let me just tell you the sad truth, guys. Unfortunately, a perfectionist standard or their goals or whatever are more oftentimes than not unrealistic, which is, you know, what makes that person a perfectionist, of course. And the third sign here that I'm talking about is, you know, when a person has a constant or this consistent fear of failing or of failure, you know, people who are just, you know, high achievers tend to just roll with the punches. They are not as afraid of failure as perfectionists. And I'm not saying that other, you know, average people or high achievers are not afraid of failure. But I'm saying they are not as afraid of failure as a perfectionist. Like a perfectionist is, for a perfectionist, fear of failure is a constant, consistent thing. And this is because the, they set their minds to expect nothing but the best and since you know the way they think as i mentioned earlier is you know perfect or nothing they see any result that is less than perfect as a failure so for a perfectionist any results that comes out less than perfect is a failure so therefore they tend to in their minds they tend to would i see notice failure more than the average person which makes them even more scared of it than the average person would be. I hope that makes sense to you guys. And another sign of perfectionism, believe it or not, is low self-esteem. I was personally surprised to find out about this, but uh, you know, 
you may even be more surprised if you discover that high achievers tend to have a high sense of self-esteem while perfectionists do not. I actually thought it was the other way around. I mean, you know, but here is where knowledge, you know, becomes power. Because the reason why perfectionists have a low sense of self-esteem is because they are usually extremely self-critical of themselves and they are even critical of others. And, you know, sometimes this drives people away from them because, I mean, let's face it, you do not want to be around someone who is constantly critiquing or criticizing what you do or, you know, and everything you say or do. And these people, you know, this over-criticism or this, you know, habit of always criticizing that drives people away from them, when people now, you know, start avoiding them, it only adds to the feelings of low self-esteem because then they start feeling like I'm not good enough. That's why people do not want to come around me. And another trait, aside from just, you know, the criticism that usually drives people away from perfectionists is their rigidity. And, you know, perfectionists tend to be quite rigid. This is because of their perfect or nothing way of thinking. They kind of have have these standards that are set in their mind and they find it hard to be flexible, you know, with those standards they find it hard to bend the rules kind of if you know what i mean so far so good i have um gone over four signs or would i say symptoms that may indicate if a person is a perfectionist or not i will be back after this short break to discuss some more signs or symptoms of perfectionism and what can be done to fight against it. So, welcome back, guys. The fifth sign of um, perfectionism that I will be discussing is a big one. It's the awful. And it's one that I have discussed as a topic on its own on previous episodes it's procrastination and you know if i'm to be honest i found at first i found it weird that procrastination and perfectionism can be linked in any way because you know we know that procrastinators put off doing what they have to do which affects productivity on the other hand, a perfectionist is always trying to achieve perfect results no matter what they do. So I would think that you know these two would not have anything to you know in common or have anything to do with each other. But you know, I was wrong. These two actually go together because you know perfectionists are afraid of failure. You know, I mentioned that before, and this fear of failure often makes them to procrastinate doing what they have to do because they think it won't turn out perfectly do you see that like because they have this fear in their mind that if i do this it won't turn out well their brains automatically just you know keeps pushing it forward they keep avoiding doing that thing because they think it won't turn out right that's how procrastination comes in and also criticism is another trait of the perfectionists you know like i said earlier people who are perfectionists tend to be very critical of themselves and others Perfectionists, they always tend to spot even the tiniest of mistakes in what they do or what others do. Like before 
they see anything they see the mistake and you know this oftentimes more than not you know it leads them to having trouble on focusing on or seeing the good parts of things because they just automatically focus or notice the little imperfections it's just the way they are wired um another sign of perfectionism is that a perfectionism only sees or have their minds focused on the end results like in a perfectionist's mind they are thinking towards the end because if you go through all the signs that have you know talked about so far the fear of failure and the criticism it always has to do with the end results they are scared of the end results they criticize the end results and this is also because of their perfect or nothing way of thinking they barely have time to stop and smell the roses you know what i mean so you know figuratively this means that they do not focus on or even just try to like enjoy the process of working towards the goals like an average person would do like when an average person or i achieve a set goals for themselves they have this excitement working towards it they are actively aware of them working towards achieving that goal but for a perfectionist yeah they know they are working towards that goal but they don't care about you know those pr- that process their eye is set on the end results of how the goal will turn out and this often and we know that at the end of the day not everything we do will turn out perfectly so the fact that because they are focused on that end result when those end results do not turn out well it leads them to have this sense of failure which is another sign so they are all like interrelated the last sign of perfectionism that i will be talking about on this episode or that i'll be considering is depression caused by failed or missed goals now uh i felt like so i feel like some people will be like this is just perfectionism we're talking about here how come depression is going into it and all of that but you know there's just so many levels to things like i always say and this to me if you ask me it just feels like a natural progression because we already know that perfectionists are perfect or nothing thinkers and that unfortunately they do not set the most reasonable goals and we also know that they are extremely focused on the end results so automatically they will not feel good when their high expectations are not met it's just the truth even an average person usually doesn't feel good when their expectations are not met not to talk of a perfectionist so automatically they will not feel good about it but to be clear it is important to realize or to note that this goes just beyond feeling bad because something did not pan out or turn out right for perfectionists is way more than that because practically everyone feels that way but you don't have to be i mean you don't have to be a perfectionist before you feel bad when things don't work out but for a perfectionist you know it goes beyond just feeling bad because something did not turn out right it goes as far as becoming depression and this is partly because they beat themselves up over the, over little things over everything that does not turn out perfectly 
they criticize themselves not only criticize themselves they end up self-blaming and it just leads to this depression that you know is caused by unmet goals and unmet standards and whatever it is that they set out to do for themselves now these are just a few or some of the major signs or traits of perfectionism but you may also wonder what causes perfectionism or what makes someone a perfectionist because you know something has to be the cause of something happening like it cannot just spring up from nowhere but the truth is there are no clear reasons or causes for perfectionism but for kids it is believed that high academic expectations may be the cause of perfectionism in kids when you know I overly high expectations are placed on them by parents or you know older ones around them over their education you know expecting high grades all the time and things like that sometimes causes perfectionism in kids but it is also believed that people who are perfectionists think that they are only valuable because of what they can do which is in turn leads them to working overly hard for everything they do to become perfect. Those are just two reasons that I can come up with or think of as a reason for, you know, a person being a perfectionist. Now, if you are a perfectionist, how can you adjust your views and get over it? Because that is just the most important part. It doesn't matter you either being a perfectionist or not. Because where there is, uh, I always say, there is always a solution for everything. The most important part is finding the solution to the perfectionism issues. So how can you adjust your views or get over it? Because believe it, believe me or not, it is something you can get over. The first step is to, the first step to leaving perfectionism behind is to tell yourself that you are a perfectionist. I know that might sound counterproductive, counter whatever, but I always believe, I am a strong believer is in when you know you have an issue, it's half done. Like actually telling yourself that, oh, I have this, I feel like your problem is already half solved. That's just, you know, what I believe. So the first step I will say is for you to just admit to yourself that you are a perfectionist. Because if you don't admit to yourself, you won't even want to look for a solution in the first place. That's just the truth. So after you admit to yourself that you are a perfectionist, it is also important for you to keep the bigger picture in mind. Not just, you know, focusing on the end results. And then, after you do that, you want to make sure you adjust your standards and you set reasonable goals. Because this is the pitfall of perfectionism unreasonable goals, unreachably high goals that always ends in sadness. But when you set reasonable, reasonably high goals uh, and attainable goals, those, those goals you know that you can actually achieve to the best of your ability, you feel good when you actually achieve them. Then that erases the sense of failure, if you understand what I mean. Now, because perfectionists are often, you know, overly critical and negative, it is important to try and change your thinking to start thinking the positive way. And this will go a long way to help you get over perfectionism.
And another important one is this. Because for perfectionists, we know that nothing they do usually looks right to them. It helps to get the opinion of others on anything you do try to get the opinion of others because other people who are not perfectionists will most likely see the the positive and good aspects that you as a perfectionist probably missed or ignored because you were busy focusing on you know the flaws and the other aspects that were not good and having this other perspective can help you to change your views and another point that is extremely helpful to keep in mind is that not everything will always work out perfectly. That is the truth. I said it at the start. I'm saying it again. We live in an imperfect world. We are imperfect humans. Not everything we do will be perfect. It's just the facts. But it is important to keep in mind or to realize that every mistake or every mishap sometimes just provides an opportunity to learn and improve and when you work with this mindset or you just live with this mindset, it helps you not to beat yourself down whenever you make a mistake. You know, it helps you not to overly self-criticize. And last but not least, it is important to face fears of failure by being realistic about whatever result you may get. Just, you know, have it in your mind. You are human. You are imperfect. You know, have realistic, you know, thoughts in mind for whatever the results of what it is that you are doing. Do not have this, you know, perfect and unrealistic picture in mind for the end results of things that you want to do. When you work through these few steps that I just mentioned, you see that you are well on your way to letting go of these traits of perfectionism completely. And it's a good feeling. Because, you know, being a perfectionist, as much as people feel like it has its good side and it's good to want things perfectly, the bad sides far more outweigh the good sides. And, you know, it can lead, to, it leaves adverse effects on, you know, people who actually go through it. Um, It leaves adverse effects on people who actually go through it. And that's a wrap on this episode of Let's Get Real on which I discussed perfectionism. And I hope you have learned a thing or two from this episode. Thank you for listening. If you have any questions, please do leave me a message via the link in the description box or through our socials. Or better yet, you can leave me an email at infolgrpodcast at gmail.com. That's infolgrpodcast at gmail.com. On the next episode, I will be having special and super super talented guests join me on the show so please you do not want to miss that episode so make sure you listen in again like and share this podcast with your family and friends subscribe if that is available on the platform you're listening from if you are listening via anchor you can add this podcast to your favorites 
you can also leave a comment um because uh, i would love to hear from you if you want regular behind the scenes info you can follow this podcast on socials on facebook it's at the lgr podcast and on instagram it's also at the lgr podcast you can also follow me on facebook at luna b official and on instagram at luna b underscore three till the next episode keep on keeping it real